Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be cat, just the cat, just. Cats. Cats, tip. cats. The cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. May 26, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen in the house on your Thursday. Hope everybody's having a great start to their day. It's going to be nice temperatures all day, but rainy, off and on storms, maybe some some nasty ones like we had yesterday around rush hour. and Got a little crazy there. It did, yeah. It was like raining sideways for a good bit in old Linny Town. But how's everybody doing today? No intern Jacob pulled a Trevor Kelsey and he, well, kind of a Trevor Kelsey. Uh, he let us know. When, when did he let you know? Uh, I woke up to a text today. Oh, oh so yeah, that's not, Trevor that's Kelsey. Not, that's yeah. not what we call a heads up, buddy. Uh, but but the difference is, one, yeah, a heads up is, I guess, something. But usually you'd get the heads up from Trevor at like 646 or something yeah, like yeah, that. So, yeah. uh, and Trevor's reasoning would be sleeping. I was asleep. Jacob sent his at 606. A.M.? So, yeah, so I'm not sure Ooh. sleeping was the problem. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I've, I've got to gotta tell intern Jacob, not a good look. I, well, I don't know that I buy it, first of all. I don't know if I buy it either. Yeah, I don't either, because if it was a preemptive work thing, he would have known about it. Yeah, he would have probably gone to – I don't think he went to bed thinking, hey, I'm waking up going to the radio station. Well, and, and he wakes up and he's like, oh, no, I forgot I have to go work another job. Well, and Rouse brought up a good point. It is going to rain all morning. Oh, it's gonna rain so, all day. Like, it's gonna be, not, there, yeah, work. not a great day to work at a golf course. He he said he couldn't come in today because he forgot he was scheduled to work at a golf course. But it's not adding up. See, it's and, just not, and and he didn't even say what golf course. The the, <laughs> the worst the worst part of this is like this is an excuse. He just he burned it too quickly. I think know? so. Day three having to go to ooh I forgot I had to work my golf job. The morning, uh, you know, 50 minutes before I was supposed to be at a radio show. I mean, honestly, it'd be better content if he just said, yeah, I got drunk and was hung up. Like, that, that. Uh, I think this is better content. Oh, really? Because we're being, we're being fibbed We got the gotcha girls. Yeah, we're being, again, he never even mentioned he ever worked at a golf course. We certainly don't know. We've we've talked golf to him. Yeah. Yeah. We talked golf courses in Oldham County to him. Didn't say, oh, yeah, well, you know, I work at blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's just embarrassed about the one he works at. Uh, I don't know. There's a couple of those in Louisville. Uh, yeah, but if it, we, I'm assuming maybe he's in Oldham County. 
Not that there's some bad courses in Oldham County. If he's at Oldham County Country Club, come on. You like Oldham County Country Club? Yeah, that's a great course. It's a nice course. I I really enjoy it. I like it as well. You ever played Sleepy Hollow out there? I don't think so. Sleepy Hollow is like where the Oldham County kids go to learn how to play golf. Mm -hmm. It's like they're kind of like Goat Ranch one, if you will, but it's... It's fun. So I, I, I enjoy playing Sleepy Hollow. I uh, think I'm good. Yeah, I wonder, so I wonder. I just don't like running into the Headless Horseman. That's the fun part about number eight, though. <laughs> Where my boy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but if you hit the horse, though, you're good. Yeah. He stays far, far away. Mm-hmm. You can go right at the head on it. So we don't know. So he's working at a golf course, supposedly. We'll see. Uh, so he's not in today. You got us three. We got a lot to get to. 100 days till college Kentucky football season. <laughs> Woo, almost there. Be here before you know it. Yeah, but have you seen all the scuttlebutt lately? Have you seen? Have you heard? Some nasty, nasty UK football rumors out there, and I can't I can't say I'm a fan of them. Well, the good news can't is... Can't say is, I'm a fan. Where are you heading after this? You're all dressed up. Uh, I just... This is what I wore yesterday. Or last night. Just, Had a meeting last night, so I was like, oh, that'll be good for... Oh, board yeah, the board meeting. Yeah. So I was the chairman of the board. It was good. It was productive. In. Don't would have all, another one the rest of the would summer. You all get, what, give me the minutes. Um, Prove the budget. Budget so approved? Moved. Budget approved. Did everything look good on the dollar and cents side of things? Is the sales rocking and rolling? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's on the up and up. A it lot is, more money to dish out to re- JCPS recruits? It is crazy. The, Let's uh, take them all, baby. The gate numbers when you can't have people show up to games from COVID. Versus like gate numbers when you host St. X and open a new oh, football yeah. stadium. Like pretty, it's, pretty floor. Yeah. Child yeah, yeah. of the floor sort yeah. of stuff. Um, but no, interesting. I would, I, I, you know, I think a lot of people think high school sports, they wouldn't probably think it's something huge, but I bet it probably is. Yeah. 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 It's they're, they're kind of a big deal. How much does the sales make after taxes? Uh, $45. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. In, in the green. Not, it's a nonprofit, you see? Not too no shabby. No profit. We'll, we'll get to the, the UK football rumors here. Roush was at a board meeting last night. Scooch, you went to the Louisville City match? I did. Yeah. Oh, man. Fun match to watch. It was. It but, was awesome. Uh, just a shame that, that Louisville City gave up that goal right before the end to, to lose 2-1. Their Open Cup run comes to an end. I thought they looked, minute? I thought they Damn. looked better for probably 74 minutes of that match. Mm-hmm. And then they were kind of just holding on there at the end, and unfortunately Nashville was able to strike on kind of a broken play, which made it even more frustrating. But that was an up-and-down match. And then the first half, the fact only Louisville City only had one goal was kind of disappointing because they were living in Nashville territory. But that was a good, that was a fun soccer match to watch. Yeah, they, they really didn't have all that many shots on goal in Nashville territory in the first half, but they were the better team, I agree. A lot of that came down to Brian Ownby. My gosh, if if half the team showed the hustle of Brian Ownby, Louisville City would never lose because that guy is so fast, always running his hardest. But, yeah, the, so the goal in the first half was awesome. Ownby ended up scoring it off a sweet header. And then Nashville, I've never seen anything like it, scores their goal within 30 seconds. Yeah, it was wild. Like, I was like, well, the City crowd done celebrating before. Lynn Family Stadium was going bananas, and then it went to just – Instant quiet. It was really lazy and bad play it by was. Louisville it was. City's defense. They yeah. were just like sleeping, and Nashville came right at them, made one pass, bada boom, bada bing. They I, scored, and uh, congrats to Nashville. I like what you said about through. Ombi, though, Justin, because it's my unintelligent take whenever I'm watching soccer sometimes. You're just like, why aren't they all trying harder? Try harder to get the ball. Because mm-hmm. I, 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 don't, I don't really know what's going on. You see one guy who's working really hard. 
And you're like, why, why aren't the rest of them doing it? Yeah. But it's just because I'm Brian Ombi. He was always he, he's been at Louisville City forever. And he's he deceptively fast. One of my favorite guys to call for that exact reason. He just seemed to have this burst of energy that people would not expect from him, or be like in the 70th minute when everybody was dead, and you'd be like, "How is he still running?" And then strategically, Louisville City will still do this, but sometimes they bring him in as a sub. So as you have like eight or seven tired legs on a defense, you have that dude just sprinting at full speed down the field. He and he's old. Um, he's pretty like I don't know. He's thirty three ish, maybe maybe older than that. I mean, maybe he's my good for age. him for but still like, uh, in playing. So- in yeah. USL soccer age, he is a dinosaur almost yeah. at that point. But still, always plays this artist. He's fun to watch, and I was glad he was able to find the back of the net yesterday. But wish Louisville City could have pulled off the win and moved to the quarterfinals, but not not to be this year. A quick uh, Google. I was like, I want, is Cameron Lancaster still there? Lancaster's oh my there. gosh, the crowd went crazy when he got subbed into the game okay because I, I saw where he had an injury yeah uh, he's been and, injured most of this year but uh maybe all of this year i do i do like that that you can have that ace in the hole though mm-hmm. pulling him off the bench because he's old too he's a dinosaur as well right? <laughs> my grandpa yeah i don't think he's as old as Ombi, but he is uh he is older for yeah. usl and then he was with nashville for a little bit and then when they went mls he uh Came back home. It came back home. My grandpa asked me last night, since we didn't go to the game on Saturday, he said, did Cameron Lancaster, or Cameron Lancaster was supposed to come back or whatever. I was like, yeah, he said he was going to play. He looks at me, he goes, it's probably why they lost. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. He's not a a Lancaster fan. Oh, wow. Didn't know we had those out there. Um, I I could see... I could see Lancaster having a little bit of a Jamie Tart to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. season, Season one. Yeah. But maybe I think now I think in his older, I think now that he's, he's kind of realizes now, yeah. he's going to be a USL player most likely, and that there's nothing wrong. That's a good living. You're playing a sport for a living, uh, and you're making good money doing it. But I I, I I could have seen that maybe in his first stint at Louisville City because he's at Louisville City and then he went to Nashville and then he came back. Which I did happened with a couple guys. I did the thing last night too, guys. Where so we got out of the game pretty quick, and I was like, man, hopefully there's no traffic. I'll be home by ten. Got home at like 10.15. There was a little bit of traffic. We had to sit in and wait. Get home at 10.15. Turn, I'm, my roommate has the game on, the Heat-Celtics game. So I start watching it. It's about 10.40. I'm feeling good, ready to go to bed. Completely I'm excited. forgot that Survivor happened. And I remembered Survivor. Yeah. So did you stay up and watch it all? I did. Went to bed at like 1 a.m. I feel like was you, not I happy. felt like you feel like you had to. I, oh, I absolutely had to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I don't know. We're, we're, we're probably going to have to give a Survivor spoilies. I know it was just last night, and there's some people that can't. We'll wait till later in the show. Though. Uh, should we? <laughs> should we? I, oh, boy. You didn't like it? No, I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting real sick of this show. Oh, man, I love this season. <laughs> yeah, I think top three season for me, too. A lot of fun. Although I'm, I'm so sick of unworthy winners winning, just steams my biscuits. I don't think it was they unworthy. Were yeah, I thought they were worthy. Totally too. unworthy. I think it was more so she, than the she, last one. I, I, you, she was, she was the least deserving person up there. Yeah, it wasn't in terms the right of gameplay. No, no, come no, on, no, come no, on, no. Seriously, there I, was I, one complete throwaway. All right, we're, hey, we're getting into spoilers. We'll talk about it for five minutes. Okay. Seven twenty, we're stopping. Okay. <laughs> yeah. On the dot. I get it. I know some folks don't like it. But, uh, hey, you know, maybe if you never even watched Survivor, maybe the conversation will be fun for you. But at least, like, Romeo's game plan was stay low, just kind of cling on, with, just survive. Mary Marianne didn't have a game plan. She did. it. So I, I think what uh, 
You don't have to have a game plan to make moves, though. Yeah, and that well, was the she thing. She didn't make moves. But she, she, one she, move. she had the self-awareness to shut the hell up, though, after the merch. She realized that her stick wasn't working. I don't think she ever shut the hell up. No, she did. <laughs> she, I, I think she did quite a bit. And I got, so, and then she's her, young, and she'll, uh, you know, she'll get more mature. But like her, her pandering is just obnoxious. I'm, it, yeah, it, but it, it works. Pla- it plays though. Yeah, I had to do that because back a few months ago in my hometown, somebody started a rumor about me, and it, and then like the the touching music starts to play in the background. Somebody started a rumor about you in your life. Oh wow, you know. <laughs> The uh, the thing I did appreciate though, um, because she she had the two the two big moves. I thought that she might try to mess something up, but it, it was very wise of her to not take Lindsay with her because that girl was going to win if totally, she could make totally it. Totally agree with that. Um, that Lindsay was going to win. But the the thing that I think is most difficult for players like Marianne is at the final tribal explaining your big moves. And being able to pull, uh, because Jonathan, he's good at stepping on women. He did it whenever he was like, "Yeah, well, we came up with that idea first. <laughs> he kind of stepped on her. But he first. wasn't. He wasn't wrong. No, no. But it, but he 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 went that direction, and I was like, man, he, he, that was her shot. That yeah. was her shot. And credit to her for having the wherewithal to kind of lay it out on the table, what she what her big move was, pulling out that and saying, here's my. Here's my advantage and my idol that I didn't play. Yeah, but like that, who, who, it was the, like the tribunal thing, right? It was like the three, one that they had to do the silly yeah. phrases for. Uh, yeah. And it eventually got to her. Cause yeah, she was like, you were no. out, you were out. So it came to me. She, so no. look what I have. She had another one though. Cause remember she played that at the night where they mm-hmm. had, like they were all together, put their idols in together. Or, yeah, so uh, then why? She went and found another one and didn't tell anybody. So yeah. But uh, the, the thing that. The reason why I, I'm not that mad about it is because Mike did a he did a terrible job. He did the worst job possible, which is, and it's the opposite of what Tony did and what made Tony a winner. You got to go to tribal and say, "I told everybody I was a man of my word, and I, I lied to some of your all's faces." He was like, "I played a game with honor and integrity." It's like, dude, you were giving p, you were shaking hands and then going and talking to other people immediately after. They were cutting to it throughout the finale. Him doing that, you can't, you can't do that and, and gain the respect of people who are voting for you on the jury. Well, there was even two on the jury that said something about it. Well, I think it was Omar and Rox. They said if you just come out and tell us you lied, then you're in. Yeah, and he wouldn't, and he wouldn't, because he, and that's, and that's, it was his to lose, and he lost it. He well, the one girl game. that they like. He had a very easy explanation for that one girl. I forget who it was. He was like, "You, you, you told me that like you were maybe going to give me the idol," and he played into that. And eventually, he was like, "All right, maybe I wasn't totally honest with every." He should have just been like, "I told you I may do it. I, I didn't promise you anything. I told yeah. you I may or may not do it. I didn't do it. I, cha- I had a change of heart, and yeah, I didn't lie to you. I didn't shake your hand on this." And then it seemed like the only person he totally kind of hosed over was mm-hmm. Roxroy. But he was. But who cares? He, he, he would have done that. Yeah, he would have done that to Mike in a heartbeat. I thought Mike played the actual best game, but mm-hmm. there is a case to be made that one, we're not there. Those folks are. There is no denying Mike didn't have a great final pitch to everybody. Yeah, it, it was just uh, Romeo had a better pitch than he did, he which did. is not a like yeah. Mike had the best resume. Yeah, but he presented it the worst. Right. I think Marianne had the actual worst resume. You all think Romeo did? That's fine. I, I do agree that Marianne had the best presentation, and I think Romeo had a pretty mediocre resume and a 
solid presentation. You know, I think he – I wish he would have gotten just like a somebody would have thrown him a vote because I always hate that mm-hmm. when people don't get a vote at right, all. But, right. but, yeah, you all maybe have convinced me a little bit that it wasn't as egregious as I thought. But just, gosh, he didn't do diddly for the longest time. And then everything was so dramatic, and this is a life changing thing. And oh well, I oh, guess my that, family. I guess, that's a, I, guess that, I want to bring them together. Yeah, yeah, I may have I may have been sitting around the camp for twenty six days, but uh, here's a life story about my family and tilapia fish. And <laughs> we didn't see you do anything with fish the whole season. Maybe the cameras just didn't show it, but we didn't see you gutting fish left and right, and people going and patting you on the back saying that was the best gut job I've ever seen. <laughs> I uh, at seven twenty by the big, way. Big big things though. My quick big things from the show. Great fire making challenge. Uh, oh, those that are those awesome. are always good, and that is kind of just like a bogus way to decide a million dollars to some extent. And I was, but it's I, such entertaining. I it's thought, so entertaining. I thought Jonathan had it too at the beginning when he starts like like carving it like he's cutting into a steak. I thought Jonathan was gonna win. He had that swagger about him. Um, all time bad final challenge for Mike. Just dropping a ball. On one ball in. I, I, bad, I couldn't bad, believe it. It's bad for everybody. Yeah. I mean, for as much as Jonathan dominated the season, he had a pretty easy out Freaking there. Romeo well, won. But... I was shocked, Justin, when yeah, Romeo won. Sad. All right, it's past 720. We we will stop there hey, on the Survivor So let's, let's transition that into sports. What's the better way to win a game, fire-making challenge or penalty kicks? Fire-making challenge. Yeah. Yep. Uh, if I, if, yeah. Because it's a uh, made-up kind of game. I guess what you mean by better. Yeah, like what's, what What are you more okay with deciding a game? Oh. Fire-making challenge or penalty kick? Hmm. Fire. Because penalty kicks are at least – that feels much less removed from the game yeah. than Survivor. You've got to do it in Survivor. You know, like you, well, you, you should be making a, you fire gotta, every day on Survivor. Well, you should be making goals every game you play. Eh, not to say. Yeah, that that I I'm going with what Roush said, but my rationale is that Survivor is just a made up game. If they want to say, hey, in the semifinals, one of you all advances and one of you goes home based on fire, that's fine. In soccer, I just think it's kind of bogus. You're playing one sport for 120 minutes, and they say, you know what? Now we're just going to who can kick the ball into the goal one on one better. That's fair. Like that's just that's different from the game, and you may say, well, you know, you're playing this game of Survivor for 20 blank days, blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden you just change how somebody goes home, and yeah, but it's a made up game, like Roush said. Yeah. They change it every year. Sometimes there's these idols in this spot. Sometimes they don't do, you know, one year they just need to do no idols. Oh, just no really, twists. Yeah, like let people just kind of go crazy. Yeah, could like, be a lot. I, of I haven't, fun. Fa- I haven't found anything. What's oh, fun that they like got? The, they got the best people out in this one pretty early. The people who should have won, who were doing their best, all got their wool pulled over their eyes. Survivor witch trials, no idols, but just kind of like plant seeds that people like. People are convinced so and so has an idol, and just let everybody go nuts. <laughs> be and good. Then you, and be, then instead of putting their torches out, you burn them at the stake. Exactly. <laughs> and at the end of the season, Jeff can be like, hey, there were no idols. You all were rude and mean to everybody for no reason. So uh, you mentioned something earlier, TJ, when talking about the soccer game that I thought was very appropriate about the baseball game yesterday. The Batcats. You felt like Kentucky was owning the game for 75% of the time, and then they were just going to blow it in the final two innings. Really thought that was going to happen. They kept... The starting pitcher in through the eighth instead of putting in their first-team All-SEC reliever, Tower Guilfoyle. And the big boy, 
Deshera on a full count, two outs, Ugh. just hits a moonshot over left field. Sunny D. I would have bet a, a decent amount of money that the Batcats were sunk at that yeah, point. Yeah, seriously. Mean, there was there was no doubt in my mind the game was over at that point. And then the unbelievable happened. Kentucky hits not one, but two home runs, back to back, big blue bombs, dingers, baby. To put them over the top in the ninth. What a crazy, crazy baseball game. Yeah, I, I had I was listening, I was watching at the office, and then I had to go pick up the baby, listening on the way to to the daycare. Get out of the car to go pick the baby up, get back in the car, and hear Darren Hendrick, and he's saying, took him back to back bombs against this pitcher and I'm thinking to myself, like, well, the way he's talking, he must be talking about the series from this past weekend. Like, this pitcher <laughs> yeah. must have pitched at Kentucky right. Crowd Park and gave up back-to-back hit home runs. But I was kind of following that series. I don't remember when Kentucky had back-to-back home runs this past weekend, but but whatever. And uh, then I hear him say, like, so-and-so's up to the plate, seeing if he can keep this momentum going. I'm like, momentum, all right, maybe the Cats have some folks on here. It's the ninth inning. This is a big deal. <laughs> and right after that, he was like, keep the momentum going with a 3-1 lead. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the hell happened? And then they, you know, eventually got on Twitter and saw the uh, saw the home runs and saw the plays. Man. And then the bottom of the ninth. I was thinking to myself, like, oh. this is classic Batcat. <laughs> Auburn gets two on, no, no outs. outs. Yeah, that yeah. thought for sure probably wasn't. And, well, then, and I think he even had a – it was a two-strike uh, hit. Uh, he hit the guy, yeah. right? It was a yeah, one-two like count, one, mm-hmm. and he hit the dude in the shoulder, and you're like, come on. That's classic Batcat. You thought it was, they were going to crumble but had a strikeout. And then with two outs and two on, I think, again, it was like a one-two count. But the top of the order was coming up for Auburn. Mm-hmm. So if you get, if you get that – batter on base, or if he can extend the the game just a little bit longer, then you're having to go against the top of a pretty dangerous hitting order. But the Batcats win three out of four against Auburn, and their season continues. They're still alive. They'll take on LSU today, although most likely that game probably not going to happen today, but we'll keep an eye on that. uh, First 12 seed to ever win in the SEC tournament. Pretty pretty remarkable. Yeah, Alabama, the 11, they won twice. Mm Mm-hmm. Defeating uh, three seed Arkansas. Don't let the uh, Batcats get hot. Uh, so they're um, uh, the uh, the thing about that game too is, you know, I'm all if I'm going to complain about baseball, it's because it's boring. Even though there was a one zero quote unquote pitchers duel for most of the game, there was a lot of there's a lot of fun stuff. That College baseball just has some more fun eccentricities to it where there's errors here and there, just little miscues. Yeah, you can have like, mistakes. Like the um I, I I don't think it was a wild pitch, but there was one time where a dude from UK slid feet first into third and just got tagged down in an instant. I mean it never even had a chance. Where early on in the game in the first inning, uh they had two on and a wild pitch and the guy had a great slide into third and the the third baseman for Auburn went high, missed him. They had plenty of scoring opportunities. And it was just not being able to capitalize at the right moments or certain errors happening. Um, it was a fun game to watch. I, I hope they can get in this game today. I don't know how. I, when are they going to be able to finish this tournament? I don't <laughs> I mean, know. And you know, one thing I've thought is that, like, why aren't they, why haven't they played, this may be, like, why haven't they played any games in the middle of the night yet? 
Seriously. Like, just because you're going to have to. Like, tell a team, like, sorry, it's going to be. It's not gotta, raining, you, but you, the lights still work. You're getting out at, like, 5 a.m. And sleep during the day. You all are college baseball players. You can you can close the blinds. You can fall asleep at any time. But we got to get this tournament in. And really, for Kentucky, you know, they got to get a few more wins if they want to get into the NCAA tournament. Uh, so we, we need this thing to be played. There's, You know what? Just give the championship to Kentucky. They need to get in. Yep. Let's give it to them. Give the automatic bid to them. I think everybody else is going to be just fine. Maybe Alabama could potentially need it as well, but they can did, take out their suckets. So where things stand right now. Did, L, did the LSU game, it was at one. Did it get postponed again? Uh, they, I have it. I, I'm seeing it at five. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're right. Fingers crossed. That but I, but I bet they don't get it in. Yeah. So where things stand right now is Kentucky has, with the win yesterday, seeds five through 12. They, they have to win a game to get into the double elimination portion. So Auburn's gone. They're done. They're going back to the Plains. Kentucky advances to the double elimination, which is great news because now Kentucky gets two more chances to get another win. Mm -hmm. And I think, I still think they probably need two more wins. So if you can beat LSU, boom, you get two more chances to get another win. Uh, you lose to LSU, then you know your your back's up against the wall. You can't afford another loss, or else you go home. So UK's in the double elimination portion. They'll take on LSU. Plan today. If they win that, they'll play the winner of Tennessee or Vanderbilt. If they lose that, they'll play the loser of Tennessee or Vanderbilt. Weirdly enough, I'd rather UK take on Tennessee. Uh, Vanderbilt just generally seems to have UK's number on an annual basis. Tennessee, the number one seed, but UK did win the series against them in Lexington this year. But that's what's at stake. I, I still think a couple more. I think if you get two, with the series wins UK has, plus a little bit of a run in Hoover, I think you'd need to put them in as a three seed in the NCAA tournament, which which they seed one through four. The four seeds in each region like are always your like Ohio. sixteen seeds, if you will. Yeah. Uh, your automatic qualifiers VMIs. from the smaller conferences. Right, so right. I, it's still out there for the Cats, and I know that this may be a, a text into the Thornton's text line or a conversation on Twitter, message boards, or whatnot. UK makes a little run here. Let's say somehow they're able to get into the NCAA tournament. But it means Mingione is still around. He comes back for his seventh season. Are you okay with that, Roush? I am. In, what I appreciate about Mingione, too, he understands what's at stake. Love the move to be the third base coach. The, the one thing you can't say about Mingione, and it actually might be what frustrates his players the most is the the lack of try the lack of effort like that dude does you feel like he at least coaches with his hair on fire even if it's doesn't always work out I at least appreciate the effort and if they're able to put together a run you gotta I, I, I'd be willing to give him some yeah yeah give him some rope I, I I want Kentucky to win so if I'm choice between these two things I'm choosing UK winning yes. I'm always going to go with and if that means there's a fallout and you got to go with that then so be it however even if UK makes the NCAA anything short of a super regional you still just need to change directions it's been six years it's not like you can't say he hasn't had his chances the pandemic year you can't say U of L fans are like pandemic year that may have kept a, a, a title away from old Dan McDonald well Probably not because he can't win the big one, but they were going to have a good team that year. Kentucky was going to stink. It was, there was going to be a really, really bad year for UK baseball, probably the worst, worse than even this past season or 2021. But if that's what it means, then I'm okay with that. Whatever gets UK winning, 
but uh, I still think you you got to go in some different directions because if anything, this has kind of shown just the past month has shown us that UK fans will care about baseball. We've known that when they did go to a Super Regional now five years ago or whenever that was. They'll care. You just got to be decent. And they have not been decent nearly enough in the Mingione era. But maybe they got something cooking here. Maybe. If UK women's can do it, right? why can't UK baseball? Well, and it, it is a different point in their career. Um, but also maybe they're – with the transfer portal era, I mean, they lost a ton of transfers. They picked up some others, and they were able to cobble together a team that's going on a nice little run. You know, I, I, I we think of it mostly from the the big revenue sports because Nil is, plays a much bigger deal in the their players' lives. But learning how to adjust, adapt in the transfer portal era. If you're if you lost what was it nine guys last year, and you're able to rebuild and still get back to the regional for the first time and oh hell in three four years right something like that yeah yeah i mean that that would be a nice little turnaround and say you know what even when things aren't always at their best we're at least we're going in the right direction i can be sold on that yeah uh, and I, I think part of it but i can't make an excuse for it. part of it is mingione you know he needs to get guys that that buy into his philosophy mm-hmm. of kind of cheesy cliche sayings and some people aren't all about that and he's had a ton of transfers but he's able to be able to find people it seems like he's got a group that likes playing for him this year which if you believe some behind the scenes whispers over the past few seasons just a lot of in-house stuff which would make it hard for any program to thrive but the reason you can't really say look he's got his guys in there you just you got to get people that buy into his system he's this is year six like you should have you should have had guys into your system into year three really uh, maybe even before that, in terms, of, especially now that the transfer portal is a little different, it wasn't always like that at the beginning of his career. But we'll see. We'll be rooting him on. Maybe a game today, uh, probably late if it happens. But maybe yeah. we we check back in tomorrow for some more. Be a fun baseball. little nightcap. It'd be more entertaining than watching NBA basketball. Also, if I was a player, I'd be like, hell yeah, get me out there at six a.m. It's not going to be hot. I don't want to play Seriously. at 4:30 in Hoover, Alabama. I mean, kidding me? That's basically what happened on the Big X last night. Oh, do they go late into the oh evening? Oh, my gosh. There was like three weather delays. For high school baseball? Yeah, the second game didn't start until after 10 o'clock. Yeah, I saw Frakes tweeting Sheesh. about Cal St. X baseball like after 11 a.m. Or 11 p.m., excuse That's me. That's wild. That may have been just been a story write-up. But St. X won. They did win? They'll take on to... Uh, Manuel Crimson? Take on Manuel. Hey, by the oh, way, I'm surprised, I'm surprised you didn't mention, TJ, about their St. X's four straight lacrosse titles. Yeah, they've really, like when I was in high school, Trinity at the beginning of my high school career was like the lacrosse power in the state. And then my junior year, uh, there was a kid in my class who actually went to Rayfield, Chase Carrero, who was an All-American. I remember and him. Like he since, went to uh, Denver. He went to Denver. He yeah, could have gone wherever badass. he wanted, and then he was a, he got drafted. Yeah, he was. He was he was on our football team that beat the snot out of you all. <laughs> oh, right. The, the Notre Dame Academy, St. Rayfield game back in 04. Yeah, don't forget that one, buddy. Don't for hey. Do you, don't do don't you, forget that. Did you one. forget who won the toy ball? Who that cares? Year? We didn't get a chance to play you all in the playoffs. Yeah, because you, you well, no, you you wouldn't have because you couldn't we make got, it that far. We got upset. We got upset. Couldn't by make it that far. Traditional power saying Aloysius Pee Wee Valley. <laughs> 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 six to six to nothing on a trick play. Oh boy, God. the Rayfield. It's still talked about around <laughs> Upper Highlands on Barge. What, what a rough way to play your final football game. Oh boy, gosh, I'll never forget the halftime. 
Wes Rogers, Coach Rogers, mm-hmm. Wes Rogers, he's looking at us and he's like, gosh, all season I've heard parents, I've, you're all's parents, just say how overrated you all are. And like how, yeah, you all have only lost one game all year and we lost one game to Agnes by one yard. We did. We needed a Hail Mary. I'm getting mm. – people don't care about this, but great school folks, man. We needed a Hail Mary. We did a halfback draw, and we had to go like 40 yards, and we handed uh, it off to Chase, and Chase got tackled at the two-yard line, and then dang. the next day of practice, we practiced like fumbling intentionally. It was the silliest thing. Oh, that's world. great. But halftime, Wes Rogers, who coached – does he still do anything at DeSales? He's actually uh, at, went with them to Bellarmine on that sprint No team. way. Yeah, that yeah. is awesome. Yeah, well, we yeah. got to go to a game. Oh, like, yeah, we absolutely yeah, will have to go. But he's looking at us at halftime. And he's like, some, even some of your parents, just about how you've only lost one game, but you only put up 12 points a game. Like, are you all overrated? I think now the playoffs is the time to show it. And then just like fast forward, good season, guys. Seventh graders uh, will be in touch in a month or two. Eighth, uh, eighth graders, graders I appreciate your all's <laughs> time. Like, that was all we got. We didn't even get like, a, you know, you all. It was, it was embarrassing. We were the two seed and we, we got bounced by the seven seed in the first Couldn't round. Couldn't be me. But we did beat you all, and don't forget that, big dog. <laughs> all right, we got to talk, speaking of football, we'll transition yep. from 7th and 8th grade Toy Bowl football in the city of Louisville <laughs> to Mark Stoops and his troops, because there are some not-so-good rumors going around out there, and Nick Roush is either going to ease all of our concerns or set alarm, set alarm of five fire fire. What's it called? Five alarm fire. Fire alarm. Five alarm fire coming up next on Big Exports Radio's Kentucky Roll Call. TJ Walker, Nick Rouch, and Justin Kaler. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Bullying corrects bad behavior. With Walker and Roush. Basically, you can correct people by bullying them. That's okay by to Nick's Roush standard, but final word is Zach Randolph. What he says goes. He's still in the... Zach Randolph's not in the NBA anymore, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. When I think of Zach Randolph, I think of... It was, 2012 that, NBA. That was back like the Zach Randolph boogie. We you know, were, we were, were reflecting were, on it. Yeah, they were they were fighting with each other or whatnot. Uh, yeah, oh, Zach, Zach Randolph, he can't be. In Old Zebo. He was fun though. That. Yeah, gosh, he got drafted in 2001. Holy moly! 2018 is last year. Good for him. Really. So he's been so yes really out, hung of, around. out of the league. Man, NBA. I just every, should I. I do the thing now where I look at the score and I'm like, should I turn the game on or not? And every time I just say, no. Nah. Yeah, that's what I kind of do. I keep up with it for a couple quarters and then decide if I need to lock into it or not. In these NBA playoffs, most just of them have suck. been a big fat no. I won some money on the Celtics last it, night though, which was nice. It was a case of the jinxy cat last night. Oh, it was a great game. It was a I think a one point game when we were watching deep into the second quarter. I think it was Mike Breen that was doing the game, but he goes, oh, and we finally got a close game in these Eastern Conference playoffs. And from that moment forward, the Celtics ran away with it. Yeah, the the Heat without Hero just kind of stink. Hero was looking fly, though. Did you see him? No, I did not. Oh, he had a white suit on with these, like, gold glasses. He was looking good. Good good for him. I, uh, yeah, I don't, um, 
The Celtics and Heat aren't playing today, right? No, no. they get a day off, yeah. and then they'll be back. Man, he did okay. look fly. On the DraftKings homepage, it says today, and it, but it doesn't have a line. And I'll Mr. Like, well, Miami. That, that, that can't be right. Mr. 305. Oh, yeah, it does look good. Yeah, yeah Miami. Good I, I thought, sure I thought we were going to go back and forth. So Celtics going to close it out in six, game six? I think so. The early line for them is a nine-point favorite at home. So Vegas certainly thinks Man. we are heading towards a Celtics and Warriors finals. Which, which I, think I think would, would be, be the best. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. If the Heat were healthy, I think you could make a case they could be just as competitive. Without the Bucks, who also were not healthy. Um, Jimmy Butler, nine points on 12 shots. <sighs> not what you're looking for. Yeah, but no hero. The Heat have struggled. No word if he'll be ready to go tomorrow night when they head back to Boston. Tonight we do have the Mavericks and the Warriors, but we can talk about that a little bit later because right now I'm going to talk to you about Shady Rays. Shades for Kentuckians, by Kentuckians. ShadyRays.com. Use promo code Radio And remember, Shady Rays, not only do they look stylish, I really have gotten more compliments on a pair of sunglasses in the span of like four days than I ever have with any other pair in the history of my life. And uh, that's because Shady Rays looks good, but they're not expensive, which is always great. And not only are they not expensive, but they're going to give you replacement pairs. If you break yours, you misplace yours, whatever it may be, they're going to happily send you another pair. No strings attached, no hassles, no hoops to jump through. Shady Rays just wants you to have cheap sunglasses. There's really nothing more to it than that. So go to ShadyRays.com, use promo code BIGXSportsRadio, get yourself some glasses, and then wear them comfortably mm-hmm. knowing that if something happens to them. When we did that golf scramble that one time, yeah, or not the golf scramble, but uh, some of our, friend, our, our, our old friends at Kentucky Truck Sales took us out to go golfing, uh, and then shortly stopped advertising with the show. So I guess yeah. maybe the golf trip didn't. Roush probably ruined it. Yeah, we didn't play well, but Hunting Creek is a pretty tough dude, course. That course kicked my ass. But I sat on my sunglasses, my big, my big fat butt. Sat oh, on my sunglasses, man. broke off one of just the little things at Shady Rays. That'd be no issue at all. Yep. You'd just tell them about it. They'd send you a new pair. Just so. what you need before uh, Memorial Day weekend. Oh yeah, I oh, confirmed yeah. I'm gonna weekend, get a pair, baby. so I'm pumped. That's <laughs> huge. Yeah, well, you weren't gonna just buy some. Well, I probably would have. I probably would have if I didn't get any. But I was, I was told that I will get some. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Good. You deserve some, buddy. Everybody <laughs> deserves some Shady Rays. Some Shady stuff going on with UK football, Roush? Hmm. All right, what, which one do we want to start? Let's start with the one that I don't think probably is as big as a deal. Uh, Javon Baker has taken off UK commitment videos and UK commitment things on his social media page. Folks are nervous about that. Now, the fine folks at Cats Illustrated, Justin Rowland, who does great work, and Travis Kraft has said this isn't a he may some other school may steal him from Kentucky sort of deal. This is a UK compliance working some they're just making dotting their T's and crossing their I's, as they say in the English language. What have you heard? What has Nick Roush heard? Any were any concerns with Alabama transfer Javon Baker? No, I'm not I'm not getting all worried, hot and bothered in May about some kid taking his Commitment stuff off. If there's compliance stuff, yeah, fine. I'll figure it out. But you haven't heard anything from any coaches saying, be nervous about this, be nervous about that. Nope. Now. Okay. This makes me feel better. Yeah, I mean. Although I, you're so nonchalant about it, it makes me worried if you even know that there could be something So, broken. But part of it, too, uh, uh, the, the leaves 
Let's just say I, I have not heard a bunch of concerns that things are dire. Okay. Like, um, I, I just, I have it. Um, and I do, I, I do think there's something too that like, even if you didn't specifically go ask some folks about Baker, you would have heard some whispers about it through some other conversations, yeah, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, and I, If it was something serious to worry about. Right, right. Especially, you know, if I'm having conversations about other things and that doesn't, isn't even come up. A lot of this stuff, especially with the receivers. Uh, I mean, I, I, if Kentucky is going to be the program we want it to be, Every year, we should have one receiver we're worried about getting to campus. Happened last year, Devontae Ross, but we didn't, We, you know, nobody really cared because he was a true freshman that was going to be a fringe guy anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lynn Bowden, that was the case. Uh, I know a lot of people got worried about Barry and Brown, but he just won some state titles, track and field, and he's going to be here in a week and a half, two weeks. There's not People had some worries, but he's actually – got his stuff together. These guys, there's probably going to be some stuff where it takes them a while to get their stuff together. But the thing about J- uh, Javon Baker, though, hey, if he gets here late and he is sold on the offense, so be it. Dinky is pretty damn good. Demarcus Harris is very experienced. And if worse comes to worse, Javon Baker can run a fade or a go route. Right? So if he shows up in mid-August instead of early June – Dude's played SEC football a little bit. He knows the speed of the game. Mm-hmm. It's not going to take. He's not as far behind the eight ball as uh, a, a true freshman might be. So even if there is some compliance stuff, I, I I think they'll find a way to get it worked out. Okay, good, fine by me. I'm excited about this guy. I think he's got worlds of potential. Um, I do think expectations at least need to be put in check until we see some of that potential come to its fruition. Right, right. Where he's playing full time. Yes. Yeah. But they're just warming I mean, up. It's hard out. it's hard not to kind of get excited about what kind of wide receiver he could be. Now, the other concerning piece of news. It's not a potential thing because we know exactly what this player is. We we've seen him in a UK jersey long enough to know just how important he is to the UK offense. And that is Chris Rodriguez. Yes. What can you tell us about the latest with him? Obviously, the legal trouble, what, month ago, two months ago, not good news. Then you had the missed court date that supposedly was his legal team's fault. Right. But there are more whispers that it may not be a guarantee you see him in a U.K. jersey to start next year's season or ever see him in a U.K. jersey again. Yes, and the the whispers and the rumblings and all the stuff I heard, it was – the the part that was concerning to me is that it was it was not related to what we already know. It was something new. What that could be, I don't know. Um, really, I, I I'm at the point now where I'm just kind of playing the waiting game, and I'm happily playing the waiting game because no news is good news. That's I, I think if okay. if the longer there's no news, the better it is because I was expecting. Um, I, I was expecting a sources tell KSR tweet from Matt Jones last night around six or seven o'clock. Ooh. I was I was just like just really hoping that we're not we're not having that. So you, you made so you it, thought that may be a possibility. I thought that was a possibility for a little while, but I I, I don't know specifics though. I'm telling you all what I know. I, I don't know a lot of specifics other than that it was something new, which wouldn't be 
a good thing. Um, now, what what exactly it means, I don't know, but I, I would just tell the Big Blue Nation that right now, no news is good news. So, since that tweet didn't come last night, is it that, that possibility gone? Why can't no, it come no. tonight? I'm just saying, I, I the the way things sounded, it felt like something happened, and they were just going to have to drop the the hammer right away. If if I, because my my greatest concern was that they were just going to kick them off. That was the kind of that's what the that's, vra- been, that's kind of been what has been whispered. That, that was there's the, just been there's been several different things, and that this was just going to be enough. Because if you recall last year, the, Cohen basically told him to get his blank together. That this is a when he was fumbling and stuff, it was a Chris's focus isn't there. Mm-hmm. So like. You could you could see a it's part scenario. of the reason why they won't so, they weren't so worried about it is because just like hey get your bleep together, together and you're gonna be fine right yeah but he it just it took him a little bit my my initial concern was that they were probably like well if he did, if this just keeps happening then we can't but so I I think Justin to your point yes that tweet can still happen there could still be bad news out there that we we've seen the last of Chris Rodriguez at that extreme. Um, but I think on the lower end of things, you still you do have to start wor- wondering if there's more to what we know. Then there's probably more than just the slap on the wrist, Miami of Ohio game suspension. You know, probably which, so. Which even though uh, Kentucky has a lot of running backs, they don't have a lot. Of, Chris Rodriguez's don't grow on trees. Lavelle Wright's good at running behind his pads, but there's it's not it's not a. a, a you can't you can't match that what Chris Rodriguez to do for you in short yard situations the proven production out there um, so you know it, it whatever it is could spell in a lengthier suspension and could make that game down in Gainesville a lot more difficult week two and the thing that sucks about it also not to be cruel but this is a business at the end of the day is that if Chris Rodriguez was doing silly and stupid things. You would have rather all this come out in February and then, hey, is there Move on from it. Move on from it, but also is there a transfer veteran running back that we know can fall forward for three yards? Because I do think you could have big play ability in the backfield without Chris Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. I think there's plenty of options. But I don't know if you have a sure thing to say, hey, it's third and two and we need this first down. We're not in field goal range yet. We we just got to give it to you, Chris, and go get that first down. Not, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you have that without him. It's maybe Levis. Well, that's what some, I mean. You don't want to rely on him. Agreed. To, you don't you want know, him taking as many. Yeah. If Without Chris Rodriguez, Levis is probably getting significantly more rushing touchdowns, but he's also taking significantly more hits throughout the season. I would prefer not to have to deal with that when you have such a, a proven running back in Chris Rodriguez. So I agree with you, Roush, that and, and me not really knowing behind the scenes what the heck's going on or what's the latest. Is this all related to the to the to the driving incident early on, or is there is there new information that's out there that just hasn't surfaced yet? Which if there is, I mean goodness gracious, Chris, like who what are you, you know, doing? Yeah. yeah, what are you doing? If Don't be breaking the law while breaking the law. If that if that's the case, of course. But right, maybe we'll right. hear about well, it. Maybe and, we won't hear about it. And that's the thing to, and maybe we should have done a better job prefacing this to begin with. These are just rumors. Like we this 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 might be much ado about nothing. 
I but do think there there's probably a... something that, like, not necessarily a new incident per se, but I think there's something that happened either between Chris and the coaching staff or something new happened with Chris. There, there, or maybe Chris is just, you, at the, you know, you got to do X, Y, Z to get back up. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do all those things. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe that's not what I'm looking to do right now. So who knows? You are right. We are speculating to some degree. But there are whispers about Chris Rodriguez's. A lot of smoke. And we're not talking Cabasier, no, ladies and no. gentlemen. Although. He 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 may be interested Although, in all this stuff. I did, uh, you know, I, I'm doing the wall hanging fruit this year, where I do just a player a day countdown to the season. Need the content, and Smoke is player 100. He's zero. So my forecast outlook, I had to add a sentence uh, into that at the very end. Uh, yeah, don't expect him to get as many carries, barring a late Chris Rodriguez, a lengthy Chris Rodriguez suspension. So. Ooh, we also will need to talk about your your top ten plays of the Stoops era. Oh yeah, I would love for you all to critique the hell out. Ralph, so after I zero, are you going ninety nine or one? No, no, ninety nine. Okay. Jo- Josiah Hayes' okay. neck okay. is up Friday. I, I just Can't had to wait ma- to talk about. I that. just had to make sure, like his neck specifically, and maybe Josiah just, Hayes will be like number thirty two. <laughs> but his, one of his the neck is ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, put his neck in front of Cavassier Smoke. The only <laughs> the the only body part to make the top one hundred. Oh man, it would just be you put the images side by side, and Hayes' neck just is completely larger than oh, Smoke. Oh man, that's just good classic KRC content. Oh, All right, get your text into the Thornton's text line, and before you stop in the office today pop by thornton's get yourself some delicious breakfast sandwiches i'm telling you all download the refreshing rewards app you just get buzzed and they say hey 10 cents off a gallon oh my wife brooke needs gas like go go get some gas it is or they'll be like hey buy two or buy a slushy get two free or you know it's always something ridiculous on that app download it save money pop by thornton's today shout out to kelly leonardo and alex cupper all right, now we're going it, to – it seems like it's all doom and gloom in the world of U.K. athletics. The doom and gloom over to the basketball side of things. Mm-hmm. We get some more DJ Wagner stuff to talk about and then some movement with U.K. and a 2023 guy that we have certainly talked about here on KRC, but we'll talk more about it in hour TJ number two. nailed it. What to make of all this madness here in U.K. land? This is Kentucky Roll Call, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Hour number two coming up next. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Here on your Thursday morning, hope you're having a great start to your day. We appreciate you listening. Send a text in to the Thornton's text line. Let us know what's on your mind, 502-414-1450. We're going to talk some basketball recruiting this hour. We'll talk about Nick Roush's top 10 plays in the Mark Stoops era. And we will read your text as well and whatever else we need to get to on today's show. It kind of feels like it's four days old news now, but UK, UofL, New Year's Eve, what do we think of that? I just – I can't hate it anymore. Um, fired into the sun. 
you all suck at your jobs for making this happen. I hate it. UK and U of L fans. It. I hate it. Hey, can we anything? You know, we kind of want some of that like Duke UNC treatment. This is a better rivalry than that, anyways. Can we can we move the game to any other time besides around bowl season? Okay, we'll take into your considerations and college football playoff day. How's that? What are you doing? Seriously. I mean, this like, is going to be the most don't even, highly anticipated rivalry game we've had since Patino was here. Because he was flipping fans the bird at Rep Arena. Kenny Payne won those games. Now he's facing off against Calipari. Give us – throw us a freaking bone. You're going to put it the same day Kentucky football is playing in the college football playoff? Not good. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm, – even if it – even if the playoff wasn't that day. How many bowl games has Kentucky played on New Year's Eve? And Louisville. I mean, it's it's just the dumbest, stupidest, and dumbest, dumb, stupid thing ever. Well, Can't Kentucky will it. be in the college football playoff. So, first off, watch your mouth. Secondly, um, yeah, even then, even if it's even if Kentucky's not playing New Year's Eve, people could be traveling to UK's bowl game, whether traveling home around that time or traveling to wherever UK is playing, or again, most likely they're going to be in the college football playoffs. So you're going to have that interfering with it. But even if Kentucky doesn't, let's just say there was no postseason football. You can't find a better date than New Year's Eve. UK and UofL. All right. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of let's not put events around holidays kind of deal where, you know, uh, I, I, I was talking to somebody the other day. They got to go to a wedding this weekend. I mean, you, you don't want to – let's let's space it out so we can have our fun. Uh, I, if I want to have New Year's plans, I want to have New Year's plans, not Kentucky basketball plans. Yeah, it, it you know, we'll get closer to it and it'll be fine. But It, it just, ticked uh, me off they had the high point game on New Year's Eve last year. Of course, this is going to really tick me off. So, are you that. are you all mad about it being on New Year's Eve, or the fact that there could be potential interference with football? Because if that's the case, I think you're looking at it all wrong. I mean, you could potentially get a doubleheader. Basket, yeah, which I would hate. Football. I would I would hate just as much. Why? Because the, oh, you're you stealing to... shine from the football team, and you're making people make a decision. No, it's a mean, difficult decision if, if to make. There... Watch the UK. Go to the UK U of L game. Or go to uh, an awesome football. Yeah, game. I mean, if if they're at the same time, sure. But they're what are the odds of that? Actually, I mean, it, it happened. Uh, it was right before we started the show. I missed most of the Shea Gilgis Alexander uh, experience because I was walking over to the catwalk. Now the game really did kind of lead into the football game, but that's happened, and it sucked. I hated it. Make the Kentucky Louisville game an event that people can enjoy. That. I can get together with all my Louisville fan friends. We can all rally our hatred together. Putting, I just hate everything about it, Justin. See, all of it. But the thing is, we're seven months away from that. So I think you got to have the mindset of looking forward to that day, potentially getting that doubleheader, hoping that they're spaced out three, four hours, and you can enjoy both. That 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 would make for an awesome any, day. I don't think there's any explaining it, Justin. Yeah. And again, people would maybe want to go to the football game and maybe go to the basketball game. Maybe their season ticket holders are up. Again, we're talking about a we're talking probably just about a few thousand people, anyways. But they would. Hey, I've got season tickets. This is the biggest game on the home schedule. But I've also hasn't haven't missed a UK bowl game. What do they do? 
I mean, you 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 got to make a decision. Life's not fair all the time, you know. Yeah, and it sucks. That's the part that, like, like, why are you making you earning a job where you want as many people as you can to go to your events? Why are you making them make a decision? Because yeah, but I mean, can, TJ already admitted it's only a couple thousand people. So what's that hurt? You're you're yeah, Kentucky. It, it, your bottom line. Kentucky has a ton your of bottom line. Kentucky has a ton of fans in both basketball and football that will fill that void if the season ticket holders can't make both games. Nah, I disagree. What well, I mean, what's going to struggle? They're not going to go to the basketball game. We're not going to go to the football game. They're not, they would probably be not going to the basketball game. It's and I, Justin, I'm Louisville, even, Kentucky. I, I'm I'm less about. I'm less worried about a conflict, Justin, and more pissed off that this game is not featured in a time when people give a damn about it. That's I, fair. I mean, I, I'm I'm more upset about that. It's a, it's a good game for college basketball, and it seems like UK like, and U of L try to hide it from the rest yeah. of college can, can basketball. Can we not make it the the Saturday CBS opening game? Like, put it before Army Navy. That's always been my put it before the Army Navy game on that Saturday. Kentucky's going to play Notre Dame on that Saturday. Notre Dame, you can play. We'll play you on New Year's Eve. I don't. I just I, I don't know why that this the the prioritizing on the time and date of this falls so far down the pecking order. I just don't understand it. I don't get and it. It'll probably never be realized. I actually think when the games at UK, it gets worse times than when it's at U of L. U of L, it almost seems like worst case. It's Wednesday it'll be a night. night on it'll be ESPN. a night game on a weekday, yeah. which like. So just like pretty much any other college basketball game in that regard. They still interfere with bowl games. I hate all that. It'll mm-hmm. still be like December 16th or something like that. It's been New Year's Eve at the Yum Center before, too. In 2012, it was and on New Year's Eve. It was the Jorts, Jorts game? No, that was 2011. So that's a Saturday, um, realistically. That was actually probably 2010, but 2010-2011 season. A Saturday, that being Saturday, realistically, Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky probably plays at noon, right? Yes. I would yeah. say noon, yeah, they, or, noon or one. Yeah, it's it'll be CBS, too. Uh, maybe before the Sun Bowl or something. Do they lose rights to the Sun Bowl? Either way. I do just... think that the George game was New Year's Eve, but that was 2010. Ten. Yeah. yeah. And then they went back two years. That was L's title team, and UK lost by three. It was an IT-UK team. Uh, they lost by three at the Yum Center. And Louisville fans are doing the dorky because they, they canceled the game last year and didn't make it up. You remember that? Yep. So they're doing their, like, it's been blah, 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 blah since UK's beat U of L in basketball. They know that UK's won, what, one, two, three, four. Let's Takes a while to count. Eight, 11. They've won 11 out of the last 14. So they know that, like, and then uh, the, th- the fun thing about numbers is you always will spin it to make your side look better. So 11 out of 14, then why'd you stop at 14? All right, then at that point, Kentucky's won 11 out of the last 16, and let me spew it a little bit better for me. Kentucky's won 14 out of the last 19, if you want to go that far. I mean, it's just a, it's a series dominated by Kentucky. Any way you slice it, any way you spin it. Next time, this goes for everybody listening out there in KRC land. Okay. Next time you see a goober L fan say, it's Trevor Kelsey talking to you. It's been 900 days since you've, Kentucky's beaten U of L in basketball. Tell them, well, something's got to give this year then because it's been 5,255 days since U of L won at Rupp Arena. Wow. 5,255 days since U of L defeated the University of Kentucky at Rupp Arena. I mean, intern Jacob probably wasn't even alive. 5,200. And 55 days since U of L won at Rupp Arena. 
Whoa. 5,255. If UK ever goes that long not winning at UofL, take me out to pasture. I'm not kidding. I will 14 not, years. I will not be able to take it. I will not be able to take it. It is 751 weeks. Intern Jacob was seven. He was seven? Yeah. He's 21 now. <laughs> Wonder if he remembers that game. I do. <laughs> I remember where I was when I watched it. I was in a basement. Wanted to go to the game. Didn't. Glad I didn't. And then did go to the game at Freedom Hall the next year. I think it was the last game at Freedom Hall, and that was the Sosa game. That little stinker. God, that that yeah, little stinker. That was a frustrating one. You heard the years where UofL would like sometimes win back-to-back games in the series? <laughs> you know UofL has never won three straight games in the basketball series? <laughs> never? And Kentucky has only had – two stretches in the rivalry where they've only so when Kentucky's won a game in the rivalry they have only two times have they this is actually pretty wild anytime Louisville's won and the following year Kentucky has won UK has always won the year after that so they always went two in a row they always win two in a row and they always win three in a row with the exception of two stints pretty wild it's pretty well. Again, anyway, you slice it, the numbers are just so going to show 5, up. 5,255? 5,255 days <sighs> since the last time UofL went into Rupp Arena and came out with a big I bet that I bet, they, I bet they've won at Rupp Arena in the NCAA tournament more recently than they've yes, they beaten have. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah in 2013 they did. Did they have any since then? Don't think so. One yeah. of those 2013 wins count. Yeah, not on the record books, but... No, that's a good point. I mean, even then, yeah, you're talking almost nine years since they've just won any sort of the AC Law year that where he beat them. They, I think they, they won, won a game before game. Yeah, before that. They yeah. did. Yeah. Oh boy, it's a big number. All right, text on into the Thornton text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. But you and UK fans can't agree that we don't like that game time. So yep. what the heck are we even doing with it? Um, elsewhere in Kentucky basketball news, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yesterday. We were we were discussing the Milt Wagner to U of L fallout, and you mentioned the possibility. Well, worst case scenario, Kentucky goes and gets Rob Dillingham. Yeah, and I didn't want to phrase it as like they will land him if they don't get Wagner, but like, hey, go get that guy if you're not going to get Wagner. Or hey, both both. So Travis Graft he changed his prediction to DJ Wagner from Kentucky to Louisville. Now the crystal ball I think is overwhelmingly in Wagner's favor. In Louisville's favor. Or yeah, excuse me, in Louisville's favor. I still think he's gonna I still I still think he's gonna pick Kentucky. And I think there's a chance Kentucky gets both of Dillingham and Wagner. Uh I think that's what UK wants. I think the Dillingham stuff is nice, and I would love to just get him on board ASAP, and then it really takes some of the sting out of the Wagner recruitment regardless, because at least you know, boom, we're we've got a guard that's really, really good. Is he better than Wagner? Some people could say so. Majority would disagree with it, but they're in the same neighborhood. You're you're not. It's not like you're having to go scrap and find somebody at the last minute. So get him on board. I'm all for that. UK wants both. I'm telling. That's not like a me opinion. That's factual. UK wants to land both. And you talk to some folks. Here's the deal. UK thinks they're still getting Wagner. Now UK is generally pretty confident within recruitment. Yeah, to I mean, a they're, fault. They're not waving a white flag because Milt Wagner got hired at UVA. To a fault. Sometimes UK is overly confident in recruitments. We've been talking about that for years. They think they're getting him. Everybody outside of UK doesn't think that. So you you do have to wonder, where is UK's quiet confidence coming from? 
not so quiet confidence, really. And what are the Travis Branhams, the Travis, the, the Travises in recruiting? You got to be named Travis. Mm-hmm. What are they hearing from outside? What are they hearing from the AAU ranks? Because that's who they're, and maybe U of L too. I'm not doubting that U of L feels good about their chances. They hired the dude's grandfather. Mm-hmm. But it, so it, it's really, it really is as cliche and corny as this phrase is. It's UK versus the world in this Wagner recruitment. And I know there's some skeptical UK fans saying, "I've seen this story before. What the hell are we doing?" I'm not giving. I'm not giving up on the Wagner recruitment. Maybe I end up looking like a total and complete doofus on this thing, but I'm not. I, I still think that he ends up at UK, and I'll believe it when I see it. And I think you're going to see a flood of crystal balls come back to UK someday. And when you do, remember that old TJ told you so. Well, and you you, you mentioned Dillingham yesterday, and then Travis Brandon put in his crystal ball yes. pick for Dillingham to Kentucky. Ben Roberts spoke with him, and he re- released an article for the Herald later this morning. The quote from Brandon, multiple sources are indicating the decision is likely to be coming in the next month, and that decision is likely to be Kentucky. Yeah, so who was it? Was it Antigua? I think Chin. I think Chin's the lead recruiter here on Dillingham. And when Dillingham initially picked NC State after he decommitted, the the quote is that Chin told Dillingham, I ain't missing on you again. I'm not you're not saying no to me twice. Mm, love so that. there is a real confidence that UK is going to get him. Number one point Woo! guard in America, top ten player overall. Well, yeah, bring him in. I'm all for it. And there's some, you know, he played for that like Kanye West school, and there's some questions with that stuff, but I think you just have to trust UK compliance in that regard or the trust them enough to, you know, pull the shade and sharp stuff and make the make the numbers make the numbers look good if they have number to. Number four player overall. Whew. But there I'm you telling you, folks, just because if UK gets Dillingham, I, th- that that is not your time to wave the white flag. Nope. Now maybe ultimately Wagner will say, you know, I, I, it was a tough decision regardless of where I was going to go. But just with the with Dillingham and I wouldn't mix as well as I thought, and I'm going to go elsewhere. I'm going to go to U of L. Maybe that in, ends up what happening. But if you have Dillingham, it's not going to sting nearly as much. And two. Get him on board, and then you start selling John Wall and Eric Bledsoe to these two. And you have Cal start his U.K. career and end his U.K. career with just the sickest backcourt in college basketball. And I think it'd lead to a lot of wins, and it'd be a lot of fun for everybody. But, yeah, right now you're in the minority big time if you think that Wagner's going to U.K., and I'll happily be in this minority. Love it. Shall we go to the text line? Yeah, Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. That's the number... You text in to get in the show. You send in your messages. We're, we read them. It's a pretty simple concept. And it's it's we want your voice to be heard. We don't hide from text messages. You can call us goobers. You can call us dinguses. We'll read them on air, and we'll go back and forth with it if, if need be. I like this first one, though. It's fun. It's light. And it kind of is poking fun at old JK47 over here. Top 10. Somebody sent, sent, sent in this graphic and said, JK, is this you? Top 10 red flags and guys. I'm <laughs> guessing a girl came up with this. Let's all count, let, let's all shake a maraca um, right. if it applies to okay. you. All right, do you have a maraca over there? I've got I don't. one for Wait, you, Can you Justin. make a maraca noise? <laughs> Perfect. Sounded like go. a real – was that you, Roush, or was that Justin? No, it was me. Okay. Um, top 10 red flags and guys. Just remember, make the noise or shake the maraca if it applies to you. Number one, has no bed frame. Nope, I got a bed frame now. Yeah, only make noises, Justin. Just because we looked at you didn't mean you need to say anything. <laughs> you, when it, well, you got a bed frame? Oh, Big dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm moving up in the world. Name starts with a J. <laughs> uh, doesn't reciprocate... Um, favors. Love, 
mouth stuff. <laughs> Uses three in one. Who needs shampoo when you got a head uh, like up, and, up until like <laughs> two or three years ago, I would need to shake my maraca. <laughs> I used two in one, so close. Oh! <laughs> Has a loud car muffler. Man, I feel like we just missed out on Justin. Yeah, we really did. <laughs> Eats out for every meal. <laughs> <laughs> Only wear Sperry's. Oh, gosh, that is. <laughs> Engineering major. How is that a red flag? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sends shrieks on Snapchat. <laughs> My wife and I have a shriek. <laughs> oh, yeah. Says no cap, seriously. <laughs> oh, I, heard, I heard a rattle from Roush. Roush has no red flags, everybody. No, no red flags. Two, two out of ten ain't bad. Yeah. Also, these are like red flags for like 20-somethings. That's true. Yeah. Maybe we need a more updated. Yeah, I mean, when, when, when engineering majors, one of the red flags, like, yeah. come on. Well, how is that a red? Right. I mean, they're, t- they're, they're too nerds. smart. There yeah. are some dorky engineers. There are. <laughs> I know some weird engineering majors, for what it's worth. I know some completely normal ones, too, though. Yeah, it kind of goes with that. Ooh, one engineering major at UK just got a million-dollar signing bonus. You see Luke Fortner's four-year, $5 million Friend deal. Friend of Kentucky Roll Call. Man. Freaking got hit him He needs him to up. get back on the show, and then he Beers can take us Fortner. out to lunch. Yeah, no kidding. Congrats to him. Yeah, well earned, awesome. well deserved, and we're really happy for him. Seems like it couldn't happen to a better dude, and that is uh, now he just is a millionaire living in Jacksonville overnight. Mm-hmm. After having an awesome, fun football career at UK. Yeah. Oh, these poor kids. Tough life. Yeah, seriously. Let's let's not talk up Jacksonville to be this great city. I mean, there's a beach. It's a you're a millionaire and you're hey, 22 in Jacksonville. Justin, Are you kidding me? You know what? You know what people forget though? No taxes, no state taxes on that five million dollars. Yeah, that's true. Got to be nice. Depends where he's living though, I guess. I mean, so the the beach is 25 minutes from the stadium. Oh, it's like 40 minutes. It's forever away. Yeah. But uh, most yeah, people the, live by the beach. Yeah. Most of the football players do. It only took intern Jacob two days to make himself look like a dingus on the airwaves. Wow. <laughs> Big old suck it to intern Jacob. It was a bad take. But, again, that's what it's all about. He said it. He said it confidently. He didn't waver a ton. A little bit he wavered. See, I told my roommate last night that when he said it initially, I didn't agree or disagree with the t- bottom five point guard in the SEC. But then when he started explaining it, and and it was just broken down. I was like, hmm, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and again, just with any like argument's sake, if you're going to say something like that, you gotta. Who, all right, who's better than? That, see, they, he put qualifiers on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The texter says, so Plumley Bro number two has some scoop. Oh, scoop! Oh man, this is some hell right, scoop. Let's take. Let's go to a break. We'll come. Let's tease it. Radio tease it. Oh, because wow. it is some good scoop. It's it juicy. And Rutherford read it on air. He was like, Ooh, you know, he it got him all nervous too. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you know, you got something interesting. If Plumley Bro Two has some scoop that makes Rutherford nervous, we'll come back. We'll tell you what that is. One final segment. A lot of text from the Thornton's text line remain here on Kentucky Roll Call. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kane. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Cal's great again. This team's about back. This is the first time in nine years he has had a team lose three in a row. That is pretty unbelievable. 
Yeah, it is. That is unbelievable. <laughs> like that's it, just saying it out loud. I, I feel a little spoiled that we've reached that point, um, and I'm down. But at the same time, like hashtag perspective, perspective. <laughs> Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Thursday. One final segment of KRC here on the Big X. Want to remind you, if you don't have lunch plans today, hit up Salsaritas. It's hey. delicious. Hey. It's nutritious. There's two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. Tell you what, you know, we kind of laughed at you when you brought home those maracas, but we're getting a ton of mileage out. Oh, we yeah. Really, really, really do. are. Um, it's going to be too early to have Salsaritas cater our live show at Oxmoor Ford there on Shelbyville Road right across from Oxmoor Mall tomorrow morning. But I wish they were because they do catering oh, better so than anybody easy. in the yeah. city. They'll bring it right to you. They'll set it up. And it's just like the burritos or quesadillas or tacos you get in the store, except you get to put it together yourself. So extra meat. You don't they you load it up all you all the way you want. There's graduation parties going on left and right. Have Salsaritas cater yours and tell them that Kentucky Roll Call sent you. Uh, I can't promise you it may save you some money, but they may throw in some extra chips on the house. TJ, if Dugan showed up tomorrow morning and he brought a full Salsaritas bar, what's your first thought? Uh, pumped. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Even what? even seven in the morning, you're eat, you're smashing tacos Here's and wildly addictive chips. What we need to do: get a Salsaritas. Just Salsaritas. You bring your stuff. Roush, we scramble up some. I'll scramble up some eggs. You make some oh. breakfast potatoes, and then we have a salsaritas breakfast bar. Maybe Man. they should do that. Don't wear my tight pants. Tell you that much. We might have just given them a business idea. I'm not gonna lie. There's no, the no, first breakfast, breakfast place tacos. that wants to get the salsa or salsaritas. If they want to open up at nine and do like breakfast until eleven or ten thirty, enjoy all the money. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it, seriously, enjoy I mean, it. My. I think the reason why Brooke agreed to stick around with me, uh, we started dating <laughs> when she was living in Louisville and I was finishing up uh, at UK in Lexington. And she would come in the weekends and we'd go to a place that had breakfast tacos, had brunch. It was like dollar mimosas and $3 breakfast tacos. Pretty sure that's the only reason why she came to visit me. Because you got her drunk. I'd get her drunk and full of tacos. <laughs> that's that's why she stayed with you, because you yeah. fed her mimosas. I, I got and fat she... in college off Udoba t- night t- breakfast tacos at night. <sighs> God, they're so all right, I want to stop talking about food. There's two <laughs> locations in Louisville. You can do it all online on the app, by the way, with the catering or just the ordering. Or regardless, I got an alert this morning on my app that uh, I got two dollars. They said you got two dollars off if you come in by the end of do. this weekend or whatever it is. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm gonna have to. Oh, go I got that email too. Let's see, we've added two dollars off reward to your account valid today. Don't miss out. Sweet. That's you, what they do on the app. If you're like TJ and you go as much as he does, they'll pay you to once eat salsaritas once a week generally, and I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, I did see some stuff wrong with Nick Roush's top ten plays of the Mark Stoops era. No. All right. Shoot. Really, I didn't have too much wrong with it. I, I feel like <laughs> – but I feel like it is the, the – you might have a personal preference in, like, the order, but I think it's the right ten. My, my only issue, and this isn't like – I was reading this this morning. I was up at six reading it this morning, and I wanted to, like, argue with you on stuff – I agree that I think you've got majority of the right plays. My biggest issue is number one and two, you didn't you went away from plays. Instead, you were just like performances. 
That's not what this list was about. It was about plays. No, but that play was awesome. Number two, I just mentioned the performance as like a scene setter. Bowden unleashes hell on U of L. We're talking specifics here. And then number one, Wandell's record-breaking Citrus Bowl. We're talking specifics. Which, like, if you go that specific, yeah, yeah, it was the record-breaking play though. He broke the record on that play and gave Kentucky the game-winning score. Okay. In the final two minutes, I I might, I, I don't think I set it up. Just when I, you were I like, you got seventy nine of the eighty yards on the drive. Blah, yeah. Blah blah. And then he he and then it was topped off with a fifty one yard okay. reception. And All that's right. like if you click on the YouTube, it starts at that play. Uh, the thing with what the thing with Lim Bowden was very difficult because I actually think if I'm going to just if you want just pure play. The Virginia Tech touchdown run he had in the second half where the dude's like ripping his face mask and they don't call it and he still scores, I think might actually be his most badass play. But you could also, you got to think about the touchdown catch he had at Florida. All the, it, it, it was tough getting Lynn Bowden plays, but that touchdown uh, on the second play of the second half against UofL was freaking awesome. That that one's just badass, and that yeah, game, game he game was, was such a badass. At, the game was over after that. That was hilarious. Uval couldn't do anything to stop him that day. He was totally and completely dominant. Uh, I, I I think if you're going best limbo in play, I think you you had the you had the right one on there with the the pass and the belt bowl. Yeah. The second best limbo in play though, punt return against Penn State. I don't think UK wins that game without it. Yeah, but they don't win Missouri though without. It. I mean, that one's well, more make, significant. Sure. So can, that's I mean, that's why it's, that's why it's very difficult because um, uh, the Wandell Robinson uh, touchdown against Florida. I mean, like I I could have added another ten YouTube videos of just Lynn and Wandell plays, but you know, yeah, you're you're trying to to cut a wide swath here. Uh, one omission yeah. that somebody uh, Max was joking about it, but seriously, his punt against NC State was awesome. That should have been on there. Uh, Josh Pascal's hit against uh, Middle Tennessee as a or no Southern Miss uh, as a true freshman was badass. Um, there's a number of Josh like you could just in, like Josh Allen and Benny Snell's Mississippi State highlights together. That in 28 yeah 2018 those were incredible. Um, but is it's a it's. Yeah, it's a tough task, but I I tried to pull uh, to get to get a, a a wide cast a wide net to remind folks of some of the 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 big time plays from early on there that you might have forgot, like the AJ Stamps interception. That uh, was awesome. The Chris Westry picking up uh, Hayden Hurst and just slamming him. <laughs> what an idiot! But I appreciate you taking on the task. It was fun to read. Brought back a lot of really great memories. And yeah, you could have made. Three other top ten lists with plays you didn't mention, and those lists would be stellar as well. Just doing a Lynn Bowden and Wandale top ten would be a, a difficult. Hey, it's summer. Fun. It's summer, baby. Yeah, Nothing yeah. can stop you because <laughs> I, I would read. I'd read both those, but I, I wanted to bring it up. Uh, well, well done. I'm, I'm doing at least one of these decade of stoops each week, basically throughout the summer, where I kind of try to do top ten list of the stoops tenure. What else is on the table? D- best uh, sideline attire. Uh, oh, uh, the one that I'm looking forward to most, I'm actually going to have the entire KSR people create a ballot for it. Like all the, the KSR employees of the top 10 players. Cause I'm curious that that one's going to be, that one's going to be fun. Um, but I've got some other ones though. Like, uh, the one that's going to be really fun is the top 10. We made it moments where it's just basically UK just trash talking. You got one where it's like top well, ten. Number one will be for that one. Top ten wildest atmospheres at at the Krogue. Could yeah, be uh, could be. That, yeah, best ten games at the Krogue under Stoops. 
Best that you, yeah, you'd probably need to do atmospheres because there's some losses. Yeah, Which like no, that 2014 loss to Auburn on Thursday night. That was a pretty electric atmosphere. I think number one. I think that the Georgia 2018 game would have to be number one. The loudest, I don't know if I've seen. I mean, I st- and, and it just sucks because UK was never ahead, so the crowd really couldn't like feed off the juice as mm-hmm. the game went on. But in terms of pregame and when it started, holy smokes, you knew that was a big game. The uh, I mean, the crowd pop for the last year's Florida game, though, on the field goal block, that really I, – I, I know there's a lot of – you don't want to be captain of the moment and just not think of all time and all sort of stuff. But, like, to have Waka Flocka out there introduce like, coming out with the team to Grove Street and all of that buildup, um, to have that, that pop, that was – whew, that was something else. Uh, all right, there's so much more we need to get to, but we do need to get to this tease from the Plumley Bro 2. All yep. right, here it is. Plumley Bro 2 has some scoop, and this is what he texted verbatim. Kyle Tucker told my coworker that Calipari said to him. Okay, so so th- Calipari told Kyle Tucker that you're told he, Plumley Bro's friend. So we're yes. four four removed here, but it's still it's not fourth too far. degree of separation. Yeah. DJ Wagner has been silently committed to Kentucky despite U of L's hire. Could change, but would absolute but would be absolute comedy. If this were to be true, I literally cannot wait to see the U of L fan base absolutely whine and cry like a melting candle. I would cry in laughter. So, um, I do think, like, again, I do. Is Kyle Tucker going around telling random people this and that and the other? I don't know. I would be a little surprised if Kyle's doing that, but maybe he's let something slip here or there. I would also say that uh, Kate Cunningham silently committed. They don't really mean anything. Correct. That's the that's the big thing I have is like. Yeah, you know, so what? A silent commitment is silent for a reason. Now, it's it it, it, it would explain Kentucky's confidence, and but Kentucky, it also Kentucky's confident. does not mean he's locked in. Don't take the Dillingham stuff as a sign that UK is not – they're moving on from Wagner. They want Bofa. What's Bofa? Both of these players. Oh! Roush, can you please explain your exit from the station yesterday? I thought you were a grown adult. Yeah, what the hell? Just having a bad day? Yeah, just Need to get day. solar planet panels on yeah. your house. How, how are those going? Well, well, yeah, I had to get back so they could get on my roof and all that sort of stuff. Get the electric. It um. So the biggest th- surprise I had, the actual solar panel is very light. Like mm-hmm. I, I was expecting it to be this big hulky. Most of the work they had to do was just to get the, um, you know, lay some boards down, to have the setup, run the electrical, have all the right other infrastructure. The actual panel part is um. I mean, I would almost liken it to a, I mean, a cardboard. I mean, it was very, I was surprised at how light those things were. They're big, but they're light. Um, you can't, I mean, I can't even really see them on my house either because I got a high roof and all that. But very excited to uh, not pay for air conditioning, not pay for my electric. You guys going to start your own garden, start feeding yourself too? I mean, we have in a garden, yeah. What do you have? What's for supper? Uh, tomatoes, uh, peppers. You just have like a cow, uh, you have a cow in the backyard? Yeah. Roush, yeah. Roush Farm. Yeah, uh, working on our beets. Beets, bears. That's sweet about the solar panels. I, I, I do. I want to keep updated just if, how much money you save. If you have questions, though, seriously, I'll answer them. It's not. Uh, it's more pragmatic than you think. Uh, the biggest reason why people didn't do panels back in the day is the LG&E or your utility company would not. You had to use store it in batteries. Batteries were expensive. Utility company now works with you to where nice you can offset your costs and sometimes even get a credit if your sun's shining enough on your house. A texter says, 502-414-1450. Shout out to that guy who said he'd rather hear texts from the idiot Plumley Bros versus texts about the Louisville Bats. 
You're too kind of a guy, pal. I can't help myself from providing the absolute elite gasoline to the Thornton's <laughs> Texan. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Gasoline on the Thornton's By the way, not sure we can ever have Nick Curran on our show again. Dude, he sounds so much like you. Oh, no, my God. No, no, so I thought I thought he did a really good job. But I really you, enjoyed talking with him. But did, yeah, that was hilarious. Did you see the score from yesterday? There wasn't enough line was slush it? Wednesday to, to – deal with what was going on 19 to nothing oh my god yeah Omaha I, had 24 hits Louisville had five <laughs> I turned on the uh ever since that's they a, went ever since broadcast. they went to the UofL basketball has Rutherford does do the promo before games they miss out on the tournament no postseason mm-hmm. Louisville bats has Rutherford do the promo before the games they lose 19 to nothing to the Omaha Buttlickers mm. not a good look no not a good look but at least there was wine for 11 a.m. for the folks that went to that game. Whew. Thank God. You know, the Louisville Bats probably could use some cornbread hemp. <laughs> they really could. I mean, Aches, after pains. Mental not, frustration, angst. Probably not sleeping well after no, a spanking no. like that. You need some full-spectrum organic CBD products from cornbread hemp. I am a big fan of the extra-strength gummies, but maybe you just want to – Rub some of that bomb on your aching knees. They've got plenty of stuff to choose from at cornbreadhemp.com. Use the promo code BIGX for 30% off at checkout. 30% off at checkout at cornbreadhemp.com. Yeah, we're proud to have them sponsor the podcast. You can get the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call Podcast, Podcast, Podcast. Texter says, five, oh, also, you can listen to Big X Sports Radio by telling your Alexa, play Big X Sports Radio. I see what you did there. Always like that. I wonder if it ever works. A texture on the Thorns text line says, do you all think every school in the United States should have a metal detector upon entering school now? Um, So I I would just like to say before, I'm just so sad, and I I hate that I'm at the point now, but seeing the news stories kills me. I don't want to get too deep into it, but like the last two big shootings we've had, you had one dude start shooting people before he went in the grocery store, killed the security officer. Um, this guy, the cops, like, wouldn't go inside. Yeah, it's, mean, a wild, it's a wild story. It's, We're going to get more facts out about it. Metal detectors aren't stopping people from rushing into a school with an AR-15. I, I do think as we give $40 billion to Ukraine, what would $40 billion do to our school systems? Not just from a security standpoint, but from mental health standpoint, to counseling standpoint, to extra resources, to all across the board. Why don't we start keeping some money at home and start improving things like major projects? Like, again, you know, what could $40 billion do for schools in America? But the thing people need to understand is if we secure all the schools, it'll just be somewhere else. It'll be playgrounds. It'll be soccer games. It'll be fields. It'll be something just equally as horrible and heartbreaking. Why don't we start with just being nice to people? And instead of when like heartbreaking tragedies come, we all just get on our, our our stools and point fingers and ready to fight, and we get mad at people for not doing this or we get mad at people for not doing that. What if we stop doing all that? Instead, we just start hugging each other and loving each other and being nice to one mm-hmm. another and not. But that will never happen. I feel uh, like that that was what that was the initial reaction though back in the day that well, we've moved on to getting angry. And know? folks, every we're all we are all just getting we're play Sick and we're tired play of this. we're all play things to the media. They they just they want us at each other's throats. They want us divided. They want everything to be somebody's fault. If you're not doing this, you're the issue. If you are doing this, you're the issue. 
and we get played by it, and we think that we hate people, and then we get out in public, and most people find that people generally are pretty nice to one another. But there are sick people out there, and there are evil people out there. And I'm on team, let's just try stuff. Let's just try stuff. And I think the thing that we can all try, Mm -hmm. the thing that you can control, is just being nice to strangers. Smile at somebody. Wave at somebody. You don't know how that can change somebody's day. Control the things that you can control, and that is not going to social media and making a divisive or mean post. Instead, find out how you can help in your community, how you can help your family, how you can help your friends. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, how you can help your neighbors. Communities that care about each other and love one another will fix this stuff. We we don't have... uh... I understand if a guy like Steve Kerr is going to go in the pulpit and try to convince a politician. God, to the way do he something. slammed his hand, yeah, so I, hard. I, we can, we don't have that platform. You don't have that platform. Listening at home, um, so I, I, I like that sentiment, TJ. Control it's, the things you control and be nice. Because we, we can't control gracious. a lot. The, we the did the sh- same thing with COVID. If the, if somebody disagreed with you, they were the issue. They were the problem. Be freaking nice to people. Crazy. The, the one thing I am surprised though, TJ. Surprised that Republicans haven't done the um, like the soft toss win, like pass like a light gun bill, and then when it doesn't work, like because I mean you you can't you can't do one no, basic. I, I, quota. I, I like, I, I'm surprised they haven't done just like a little throw some, um, kill, you know, uh, chum the waters for the sharks a little. Sure, like, I, I, I get what you're saying. I would just think like, like it would even if it's a uh, an, uh, an empty gesture. Like it, that's the sad thing about this. Is like, like, we, we know can that we like, please give us an empty gesture. We of, know like, that some things aren't going to change it, but it'll make us feel better if we feel like there's some progress and things being and people done. People are trying, at least trying. And you'll you know? get and you'll get people on the right that'll be like, but look at L.A. and New York and Chicago. They've got the shrickest gun laws, but they have the most homicides. And and there is truth to that. Like again, it, it's not we've it, guns not good. We have a killing problem, and we have people that just don't. We just. Yeah. We hate each other, and people hate each other so much they're willing to kill people. And a lot of these mass shootings, the stuff that happens in Chicago and even in Louisville and cities all across America, it can be gang violence. It can just be people bored. It can be teenagers being idiots. You never know the situations. These mass killings, yeah. I know people get sick of hearing it. These are sick, sick people. Sick people. If you're posting on social media what about killing people, you're, you're not, your brain is not working properly. And I'm not saying that, like, we need to, Get these people to counseling, and that's going to solve everything. There is not one cut-and-dry answer yeah, to fix this. Not an easy... And the people that act like they are, they're disingenuous, and they're just... They're, sadly, they're part of the problem. How we fix this is treating people nicer and kinder, and that's a start, and then we... I'm on team, let's try stuff. I yes. am on team on try stuff. Yeah. Let's start by being nice, I, and let's stop by having the media act like everything is... A, a, the Civil War is about to break out. I, uh, I just... I would like to not see the Onion article. Yeah. No way to prevent this, says... Only nation where this happens. That's a, the people that point fingers too, like they're. They, gosh, it's so evil just to not let a group of people grieve because you think their political opinions are so inferior to yours. I can't. This even, sucks for everybody. Ugh. Oh, how brave of you! You're anti-mass shooting. Way to go! You're a saint. We all are. This sucks. We all hate it. it. Sucks so much. Let's keep going. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Scenario: You're given four free throws, and all you have to do is hit one free throw. If you hit one of the four free throws, you are given. Half a million dollars on the spot. However, if you miss all four, you are shot on the spot and will ultimately be killed as a gambler. Are you shooting those free throws? Consider the pressure. I'm shooting threes. I'm I'm shooting those free throws, no doubt about it. And yeah. I'm I'm probably hitting the first one. If not, I'm definitely hitting the second. What one. if it? So if it was two, you would still do it? No. 
No, 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 no two. Four, yeah, four, four doesn't four, make a difference. But four, you give me four, I'm absolutely making one of four. Four is just way too easy. Yeah, I mean, we're not Shaquille O'Neal here. We're, we're all going to hit a free throw out of four. Yeah. I, I would honestly, I would do the same scenario with four from, from three. I, I mean, I would feel confident making one three out of four as well, but again. Maybe Especially, I mean, if you walked into the studio right now and without a warm-up or anything, I might be a little more hesitant. I can I can ha- shoot a bad free throw and it can still go in. Yeah, like I can, true. but but on a three you can't. You got to kind of get lucky on a bad three for it to go in. But on a bad free, people can bad hit all throw, sorts of it's, iron. It's all it's all just like the flick of a wrist too. Mm-hmm. It's you put the ball over your head. You don't you don't have to do much. Yeah, flick I'm absolutely doing that, Tyler. Yep. If you yep. want to set that up, we can go ahead and no kidding. We can get the legalities of it. But I would love to have five hundred thousand dollars in my pocket. I see that Travis Brandon picked Dillingham to UK. It makes me think the UK staff knows that Wagner isn't coming. It may be just a coincidence, but I think that the timing makes sense with Dillingham's decommitment when people started picking Wagner to UofL. I think UK staff wants a softer landing if Wagner does pick UofL if you have Dillingham in the fold. I mean, that that uh, as TJ said, go back and listen to it on the Cornbread Hemp Podcast. But the, part of it is, yes, you want to have a point guard ready in case you don't get Wagner, but they're not giving up on Wagner. They're just not going to. Oh, light's working again. Light's working. Must have been a good idea. (laughs) Jesus, Roush, get it together. It's game day. Come Come on. Justin, you can't say come on like that. Come on. Well, you you took it the way I say it, so I was just trying to say it like the intro. Well, you were already starting your come on before I even started mine. (laughs) Podcast listeners, so we're already discussed. I apologize. Roush, any scoop on Javon Baker? Scuttlebutt is that he might not end up here after all. Combine that with C-Rod's future being more up in the air, and it might be a little less confident on the team this year. We talked about that in hour yep. one in great detail. Yeah, there you go, podcast listener. Just real quick, Home though, Brother. Roush, let's say that let's say Baker and Rodriguez weren't on the team. Yeah. How many wins are you taking off the season win total? Maybe one, but because of Rodriguez. Baker, not really. I'd probably just say one. Yeah. You know. Ba- Baker is good, but I, I, I do feel really good about UK's receiver room right now. And those kids, those kids' sprint numbers, the incoming guys, holy crap! Fast speed yeah. kills in the SEC. I mean, they, they you're gonna have to play some of them. You Actually, just have to. that shouldn't be the phrase. Speed doesn't kill in the SEC. Speed, it, speed lack is of the la- lack of speed kills. Yes, I yes. mean that's the better. Way that's to really put how it, it is because everybody's gonna have speed. The teams that don't are the teams at the bottom of the of the standings. What grade was your favorite summer of all time? If you don't mm, know the exact grade, I would you choose it. grade school, middle school, or high school? The seventh grade going into my eighth grade year because, because like when you get into high school and you're in high school sports, you're pretty much busy all the time. That that summer, it was uh, hanging with the boys, going to the pool, sleeping until 11. You know, I mean, I of course did some sports stuff, but it wasn't as intensive. So I would say that I still remember the uh, the the mixtape CD that I had for that summer, and the the number one jam in that summer of 05 was pimping all over the world. Pimping all over the world. Oh, great song. Yeah, it is a great song. Um, I I saw a TikTok the other day, and it was like a group of like 14 kids playing in this huge basement, and they were playing lacrosse, like this little like knee lacrosse. And first off, it shows I'm old because my first thought was like, oh, no, oh, that, poor, that, no that drywall is going to – somebody's going to break the drywall. <laughs> that kid's going to get checked up against the wall because me and my friends, when we would play oh, yeah, you're drywall, poor parents of us. But it made me think – like that was just – those were you know, you weren't so like focused on like girls at that point. You were kind of into them a little bit, but you just wanted to hang with your boys and play sports. I would say summer, sixth grade going into seventh grade. That's fun. Well, and, you, and you're farting with the girls, but there's not like a – there might be a game of – 
in the bottle yeah, or something, like but it's kiss. not right. Right. It was. It was still very innocent at the time. A lot of fun. Yeah. Like the best thing that could happen in your girl life was maybe you'd see a breast. Oh yeah. You yeah. know. Those were good days. <laughs> Those well, were good days. Some would say it's still the good days. <laughs> That's true. A texter says, "Is golf course on the Big Exports Radio?" Golf cart. We have no idea because we don't know the golf course. Is a golf course on the big export intern? Radio golf cart? It, it, that's talking about intern oh. Jacob. He works at a golf course. Oh, oh uh, that's a better joke. I would assume yeah. probably not. Yeah. Well, we don't know where he works because we don't have any Oldham County courses anymore. That was a that was the uh, previous cards used to have like Oldham County Country Club. My mom said, "Is the intern already gone?" Mom, we don't know. He didn't show up today. Just like the cat. One day we show up and he's just not there. But he may be at a golf course somewhere in Oldham County. Is the Cotton Candy Blizzard best at Dairy Queen, D- TJ? Ugh. So here's the thing. One have you my... had it? No, have you had it, Justin? But it's probably so why would you do that if you hadn't had it? Because yeah. I don't like cotton candy. You don't even know what if it doesn't really. I mean, it's not. Like cotton... watermelon doesn't taste like watermelon. Fl- artificial watermelon doesn't taste like watermelon. If I'm getting a blizzard, I want chocolate. I want all so, the chocolate in the world. I, I'm with you, Justin, but there's one, one of my good friends. She swears by it, like that the Cotton Candy Blizzard is the best. And every time Brooke and I go, we just are like, is today the day we try it? So I, I feel like I, – have you tried it, TJ? Uh, Yes. Is it good? The Cotton Candy Blizzard? Yes. Yeah, I tweeted about it yesterday. Oh, okay. It's good? So like, I was telling Roush, I've been on a little bit of an unhealthy shriek lately. Attaboy. And last night the wife's like, hey – Dinner, it's going to be either salmon or grilled chicken. We're going to eat healthy. And I was like, oh, no, it's Survivor Finale. We always get we always get <laughs> Outback takeout. And she's like, sorry, we're going to eat healthy. And I'm like. That's a hilarious and, uh, thing to do for Survivor Finale. It's Outback a takeout. tradition that goes back to when I'd watch with my dad back in like 03 and 04 and whatnot. We'd always get, well, he'd always get Outback just pretty much any time. But <laughs> it always seemed to align with the South, the, the uh, out, excuse me, Survivor Finale. Anyway, so I'm like, all right, whatever. If I'm eating healthy on Survivor night, I'm going to get me a little sweet. Sweet treat. So, and also wanted to get the wife something. So I get myself an Oreo Blizzard, and I can never really remember exactly which one is my wife's favorite, but she's not very picky. And I'm like, all right, that one kind of looks fun. I know she loves cotton candy. We'll go ahead and we'll try that one. So I have them in the car, and my fat butt's driving home, and I'm like, hmm, this Oreo one that I got is really good. I may as well, actually, it's kind of bleeding over a little bit on Hannah's. I may as well just, I gotta, I don't want it to get in my car. So I take a bite of hers. I'm like, that is awesome. It was really good. <laughs> and there, there is sugar, and there are highs, and then there is a sugar high in this cotton candy blizzard that I hadn't experienced <laughs> since I was probably like a seventh in seventh grade or Just something. Just like basically a, a sugar Holy IV. Holy smokes. And they've got like some sort of like crunchy thing in it. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a sprinkle or something, hmm. and that's where the sugar is. But it's, it's, I don't think anybody could dislike it for what it's worth. I think some people would like it more than others because it's ultimately just kind of like vanilla ice cream with this like kind of flavoring mixed in with these little sugar, like basically hits of sugar. Yeah. 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 Um, it was awesome. Hmm. So I get home and the wife's having it and she's like, I like it, but I'm just, I'm craving chocolate and I'm obviously a gentleman, one of the best people in the world, super humble. And I'm like, here, babe, have mine. And she takes the Oreo, but I happily took the cotton candy one back. So, yeah, I went to town on that bad boy. <laughs> thing is, don't get, like, get a small because it's too much sugar. Mm, yeah. That's the only thing about it. Good lesson learned from the sports stalker. A texture on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, says, Justin Dingus can suck it, and Lou City can suck the biggest one ever. Soccer sucks. Hey, you suck it. Yeah, your texting sucks. Terry Wilson, Lynn Bowden, touchdown pass to Florida needs to be in the top ten. Man, that was pretty awesome, though. Yeah. 
Could you make a case for the end of the game, the the scoop and score to end the game at the floor? You can, line? you can, and there was a Josh Allen strip too. That, hilarious the, Stoops moment on the sideline. That that yeah. whole play, go go go, <laughs> and then he looks around. He's like, "Did we actually just beat Florida?" The Josh Allen one, I I really appreciate that one because that that play does not get the recognition it deserves. Just insane, and also you the the final four minutes of that game is played completely different if it's a three point game versus a five point game. Huge play by Josh Allen. It really was. Uh, Fellers, if C-Rod is going to have a two-plus game suspension, that might be huge coming out for you for McLean. The more I see him play, the more I really like his game. And even if we don't have C-Rod for a few games, weren't they working out one of the LBs at fullback? Yeah, yeah. Talk about power, baby. Thanks. Power eye, baby. Power eye, gotcha. Thanks, and you all have a good one. That's from Levi. That is a Lucky. good point where you've got Justice Dingle playing fullback. But, like, they've had tight ends in that – kind of fullback spot before we blocking for people, but that still doesn't still need guys to get those hard, tough yards. But you are correct in that like Lavelle Wright and Jatan McLean are going to be really good running backs. You have some big time playmakers. I just don't know if you have the tough yards. Right. right. John here, good morning, my peeps. Hey Rain Rain, go away. We got some gosh darn baseball to play, he says. <laughs> my gosh, this keeps us keeps up. They may have to try indoor location if there was such a thing in the area. Or we could just go virtual reality on the Wii and play Wii Sports Ooh, Baseball. We love love it. that. Yeah. Okay, just joking there, he says. Tell me, who do you believe these long delays affect the the most, the teams that need the wins to get into the big dance or the teams that are pretty well have their spot secured. We'll got to go talk to you later. I feel like the teams that are comfortable can get – you're in a long delay. You know you're going to the NCAA tournament. You're probably going to be dragging a little bit of ass once that game starts. I do like the fact that LSU has been sitting around a long time just to get on a field in Hoover and play some baseball. Yeah. Kentucky had to yeah. wait, but at least they they are familiar with the field dimensions, getting out there, sliding in the, the dirt, yeah. that old stuff. I think advantage, slight advantage UK, but, you know. And also more rest for the teams that have already used some pitchers. That's good. UK is not going to throw the guy that they had yesterday – not until they if they got to the SEC championship game, maybe they'd do it on Sunday or something like that. But most likely, we may not see him again. But for the guys that came in and closed, or I think just the one guy, if I'm not mistaken, maybe two. Anywho. Uh, Advantage UK, John. TJ, were you a member at Lakeside growing up? I could totally see you riding your bike around the neighborhood and heading up to the pool during the day. The pool in the summer was the ultimate vibes as a kid. Oh, yeah. I was a Lakeside rat my entire life. And Place I'd, is awesome. I'd, I'd put my childhood up there with just about anybody's. You're spot on. We'd Parents didn't – we had a babysitter, I think. But parents would just wouldn't care. Like, 9 a.m., i go up to Lakeside, ride my bike. It was about a 15-minute bike ride. And then around, like, 6.30, come back home for dinner. Do you have a tab, too, at the – at the session saying no but like you could get a slice of pizza for two dollars like I'd, I'd come with like six dollars yeah, and i'd be able to eat for the, the day. day sometimes yeah. we'd like go up to mcdonald's or subway which was right down trevillian as well but or not trevillian but uh it is trevillian, it is trevillian. Yeah, yeah. man it is bright in there no no the light goes on it's crazy Love i literally cannot wait to be ignorant on twitter when we win in both football and basketball can't wait to get unfollowed by so many L fans because i hurt their feelings oh I mean, it's every year it's like it kind of, and again, I know U of L won the most recent basketball game because they chickened out of this past year. But like in football, it's you beat them so badly, and you're leaving the stadium, and you're like, "Huh, I thought it was almost going to be more satisfying." But you forget these summers. Like you let you let the summers and the trash talking kind of. It's always so satisfying beating the, them. No, but yeah. You almost want like a you almost want a close win just so you can dangle it in front of them, and then like nah, nothing's going to beat that Lamar leaving Papa John's. Don't call me Cardinal Stadium. You almost had it, the Lamar game. 
Oh. UL fans just at each other's throats as UK fans were just great, like dancing obnoxiously. Oh, this texture makes a good point. UK was the only one planning for Sharp to come back. Doesn't mean they will be right. Totally agree with That's you. A very good point. And most disappointing with that whole thing was when Calipari went on Pratt's show and he was like, now this thing's not over, mind you. Like, like no, it, it, everybody it's, knows it's, it's over, over, dude. Which is, like, again, UK staff is overly confident to a fault at times. And maybe that's the situation with Wagner. Maybe everybody else can see the writing on the wall, but UK staff can't. But there's there's more that meets the eye in this recruitment. UK has put in a lot of work there. Is the above-ground pool heated from the solar panels? What a time to be alive. Man, big ol' suck it. Don't get it twisted, Plumley, bro. You still suck all of the its. <laughs> Did UVL baseball win yesterday? Well, it was a big game, so you knew Dan McDonald lost it. Oh, they lost. Dan McDonald lost a big game. Zero yeah. national championships. <laughs> he can go real far and win some games, but he won't win the big one. Oh, man. Zero <laughs> titles here, zero titles there. Dan McDonald can't win the big one. Dan McDonald can't win the big one. Zero national titles. TJ and I used to eat cinnamon rolls and watch Prices Right every summer morning growing up. Somehow Bob Barker's still alive. Wild. Yeah, that, <laughs> that really was. It is wild. Skip the text. If it, giraffes were to wear a tie, would it be by its head near the ba- or near the base of its neck? It ba- would be base of its neck. No, it'd be right underneath the head. Yeah, right underneath the head. It'd be a few, very it'd be, long. It'd tie. be a ginormous tie. Yeah, this is easy to. No, but out. it would it would slide down the neck and it would be hanging down by its legs. Nope, it'd be up by the head. Oh, no, actually, uh, well, it'd be hanging down by its legs regardless, Justin. It'd be a ginormous. No, tie. giraffe necks are longs. So if it's up by the head, it's not going to be down by the legs. His head would, you wouldn't even notice the tie if you had it down by its body. Yeah. The only way you're noticing is if it's up by the neck. You would well, notice because it's going to hang between the front legs and look like yeah, something Yeah, but nobody, else. nobody looks down at a giraffe, you know what, they look at the neck. They're like, oh my gosh. That's, nobody's like to, looking. To be fair, in Justin's point, fair. your tie is at the bottom of your neck, not the top. Exactly. Like we're yeah we're not putting ties if, at the bottom of our ears. What like, if you what if you don't have you don't have ears? What if you don't have what if you don't have a neck? Oh, uh, Roush, your old family ever had the stomach bug? Any advice? Is, uh, hit day daycare kid and wife got it. Knock on wood, but I've avoided it. It's like that throw up scene from The Exorcist over here. Yeah, um, we use those. Uh, uh, I always forget the words from them, but they're they're. It's in like yogurt, probiotics. There's like a probiotic thing you can give your kid to help flush it out and just flush their gut out. But um, I have a family friend who their kid got it, she got it, and had it for like a week. It was just, it was just a rough week. Seems like it kind of can rip through Louisville. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just got to deal with it. And especially with kids in daycare, that's where it always starts. It's tough. All right, that's our show. Everybody great have a great show. Thursday. This was a good day. Yeah, we a touched a lot. That was a – man – Hey, we'll we'll give out some shady rays tomorrow at Oxford. Wow! I, I don't what I don't know how many pairs. Three. We have three pairs. Yeah, but just I've got one. another prize I've got giveaway. An extra, I've got a, I've got an extra pair of sunglasses. Worst case, we'll have three prizes. We'll just say yes, that. three so prizes. If three people show up tomorrow, you'll get a prize. Oxmoor Ford from seven to nine. They may not open till eight, but you know, yeah, so man, they're not going to not let you in. I think right? they Yeah, I think it is eight actually. Because we were always when we go in there, they're they're the not workers open are getting maybe it's seven thirty, yeah. but regardless, but come by, swing by in the morning. There's a Thornton's right by there. We'll have just a, a dandy of a time. Uh, a real hoot. All right, this is KRC. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Friday.